the KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie. It's also important to make people aware of the fact that today is Safer Internet Day. And earlier this morning, I caught up with Jane McGarrigal. She's the project officer with Webwise to hear all about the work that her organisation does. Well, I'm joined now by Jane McGarrigal, Project and Officer with Webwise. And today, of course, being Safer Internet Day, it's an opportunity to find out what that campaign is all about. Jane, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much. Great to be here and happy Safer Internet Day. Well, it's obviously celebrated in somewhere in the region of 180 countries worldwide. But um, how is it impacting in terms of people's understanding of how to be safe on the internet here in Ireland? So Safer Internet Day is now a landmark uh, event in uh, the diaries of many schools across Ireland. In fact, um, today um, around 200,000 children and young people are participating in events in their own schools and communities to mark Safer Internet Day. And and, and Safer Internet Day is is really a great opportunity um, for schools, for parents to to take some time um, to talk to children um, about life online, the opportunities, the risks, the benefits. Um, the theme this year is actually tech in our world, and that explores the important role that digital technologies have in young people's lives, the benefits, the concerns around that, and changes young people would like to see online as well. And we've lost the free resources uh, available on the website for schools to, to participate. And have you had the opportunity to interact with children and young people to get their thoughts and views and on things that could help them feel safer? Yeah, so this is we've been engaged with our youth panel on this topic all year. And, and really the team uh, talks a lot about some of the big changes. So things around AI and the birth of generative AI. Um, so when we talk to young people about this topic, um, they, they, they were very uh, quick to see what the benefits are of these new technologies. They, they, they saw it as having the potential uh, to help with inequality, to help with education, to help different types of learners, and to help in he- healthcare, and also to solve bigger world problems like um, climate change. But they did recognise that there were going to be some challenges. They talked about um, privacy, the information they share online, um, the, the also the impact of algorithms on their 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 online well-being, um, and also the potential um, to, that it, it it may be more difficult to tell what's true online. You know. Uh, with concerns around mis and disinformation as well. Well, Ireland has a huge responsibility in this field. I mean, being the European Centre for, um, you know, monitoring what's going on in the internet and helping to to drive legislation, I suppose, forward. Um, but in terms of uh, keeping people safe here in Ireland, where do you think the real responsibility lies? Is it with the internet providers, the developers of various different platforms, or is it with us as parents? So. Everybody has a role to play. It's really important that industry do their bit. Parents have such an important role as well as educators. And um, from our own perspective, um, so WebWise provide free education resources for schools. And, you know, I'd encourage anybody to take a look at our website uh, to look at the, the education resources that are available. And governments have a role to play as well. Um, so together we have a collective responsibility to support children online. And today is a great way to kind of start that conversation and, and, and check in. 
Do you think the fact that some of the bosses of some of the main social media platforms, for example, uh, were in front of the US Senate last week, uh, I know probably serendipity in terms of when the dates actually fell, but highlighting how important it is to be safe online just ahead of a safer internet day? Yeah, certainly. It's a, it's a rather uh, kind of timely event as well. And I suppose reminding us of the important things to think about um, when using social media and some of the the talking points we recommend, um, you know, particularly with all this this stuff happening, is to talk to your child about what platforms they're using. Maybe take some time to familiarise yourself with those platforms. We have an apps explain section on our website that goes through the most popular apps. Uh, encourage them to, you know, update their their settings to review who they're following. Um, you know, talk about you know, friends online, connecting with others, being safe in communication, um, but also kind of uh, talking about, uh, you know, building self-esteem and self-confidence. There can be a lot of pressures uh, in social media that that we're faced with, um, you know, with the endless scrolls and kind of perfect lives that we see. Um, So, you know, not to fall uh, prey of that either and maybe to have a think about who we're following and make sure that reflects our own values. Um, And it's always okay to do a clear out every so often as well. Mm. And also to remember that not everything we see online is true and and to be critical about some of the stuff we're we're, we're looking at to to check other sources and and get a good digital diet as well. One of the things that came up in that uh, Senate uh, meeting question and session uh, um, last week, Senator Ted Cruz um, talking to Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Meta. Now, obviously, he wasn't the only one that was being questioned. Um, but he asked him about a phrase that appears on, on Meta uh, when he showed the tech boss the Instagram prompt that warns users that they may be about to see child sexual abuse material. Um, it then comes up with a prompt which asks, would you like to see the results Anyway, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg's response basically said that the science behind that is, and I quote, it's often helpful to rather um, than just blocking it to help direct them towards something that could be helpful. Those sorts of statements, do you think that the heads of these uh, big multinational social media companies take their responsibilities strongly enough? Um, I suppose we wouldn't be able to comment on on any of the individual platforms or individual incidents, but um, all platforms have a really important role to play. And I suppose the significant thing here in Ireland, we do have new legislation. We have an online safety commissioner here in Ireland. Um, who, who you know has designated platforms that will be required to sign up to online safety, binding online safety codes. That's a really important step. And we also have the Digital Services Act in Europe. So it's it's really good to see legislation is is catching up with this, and and that industry will be required to play an important role here as well. And just finally, Jay McGarrigal, project officer at uh, Webwise, uh, joining us on Safer Internet Day. Uh, as a parent to a nine-year-old and a fourteen-year-old myself what would be the one piece of strongest advice that you could give to me in terms of making sure my own children are safe online i think that that talking piece that engagement piece um check in with your child don't make conversations around technology a negative try and keep it positive and just try and keep it as part of the normal every day not separate uh, children and young people kind of don't distinguish the online world and the offline world. Um, so if we can kind of normalise it a little bit better, um, that, that should help with um, 
keeping your child engaged and, and, and keeping the conversation going so that the, if something does go wrong, um, they, they won't be fearful of coming to tell you because they know it's okay to talk to you about this. I think that's the most important thing we can do as parents. Well, Jen McGarrigal, Project Officer with Webboys, joining us today on the KCLR Daily on what is Safer Internet Day 2024. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks very much. And coming up after the short break, I'll be speaking to Eva McGuinness and Megan Doherty, both of whom are Internet Safety Ambassadors at Presentation College here in Kilkenny to get their thoughts. The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on Smart Speaker. Now, before the break, you heard my chat with Jane McGarrigal. She's the project officer with Webwise on what is today Safer Internet Day. Two local young people who are very much involved in encouraging others to consider their safety online, Eva McGuinness and Megan Doherty. They're both from the Presentation College in Kilkenny and they've joined us now on the KCLR Daily. Uh, good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you in. I mean, you were sitting there listening intently to the the the, um, the scorpion story. Um, what would be a bigger fear for you, Eva? Scorpions in your bedroom or internet safety? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't really fancy a scorpion in my bedroom, to be honest. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think many people would. Um, Megan, tell me about what you've been doing for World Internet Safety Day. Well, we have like many activities planned for this week, um, like a poster competition for our first to sixth years which there's like a prize a 25 euro one for all for junior and senior years um we have like loads of quiz plan quizzes plans like deep fake quizzes um like games we're gonna play like walking debates and even garda uh aiden fitzpatrick's coming into us to talk about coco's law so that would be really good i'm actually really excited for that do you know much about coco's law Aoife? um yeah, I kind of, uh, we were going to talk to classes about it, so I kind of had to, you know, read up on it a little bit. Um, it's, it will just help students recognise the key offences uh, under the Harassment, Harmful Communications and Related Offences Act of 2020. Mm. Um, it's just to do with, um, like, um, image sharing online and how, how, yeah, like the con- consequences <laughs> for, like, both themselves and others and like to see if you're like accountable for your like actions and stuff do you mind me asking how old you both are uh i'm 16 i'm 15 okay so coco's law for those that that might not be aware came as a result of a young woman who was in i think her early 20s when um she sadly uh um passed away um she was bullied yeah and bullied to the extent whereby the bullying that was in her everyday life went online and it was created and developed through WhatsApp groups, um, highlighting really how dangerous that environment is. Um, are you guys aware, or have you become more aware, I suppose, of how dangerous activities can be online, Megan? Yeah, um, especially through like the training we had at Webwise, we kind of learned that there's like more of a chance of like explicit images and sharing of images. It's just become like more evident between like with teenagers today we kind of just learned how like important it is to, like be very careful with it and Eva, Eva have you ever come across instances of uh, bullying in your own life um yeah I think when I was kind of in the first year second year it was very like common I don't know it shouldn't be but it was um especially um uh, like it was targeted towards one person mm. most of the time it wasn't 
more than one. Yeah, um, it's something that we all come across. Really, it's practically impossible, which is a, a damning indictment on, on society in general at the moment. That very few people will have gone through life without having known somebody that would have experienced it. Um, Megan, these activities that you've got coming up, you know, Internet Safety Day, it's not just about um, you know being able to access correct information online, it's about keeping people safe. Have you found that your friends have really engaged with this campaign? Yeah, I've actually, we've had loads of help with it. We've taken like TikToks and stuff where we like questioned um, our friends, like how long have you spent on social media? And they seem like very up to like doing the TikToks and learning about it. Like it's very like evident in like our generation today. So I say they're just like very interested in it. Eva, what do you think the biggest danger is online? Do you think it is things like, for example, people being bullied, the creation of Coco's Law? Do you think it is the sharing of explicit images? Do you think it is people spending simply too much time online? Or do you think it's things like those big fake news stories that you see out there? What do you think the biggest danger is? Um, I think all of them are kind of a danger, but when it comes to the biggest one, I think it's people, like the lack of knowledge people have about how dangerous the internet actually is. Mm. And um, in terms of like, um, what you say, it will always be there. Like it will not go away. Yeah. Um, and it can always be research. Sorry, excuse me. Um, it can always be resurfaced. Um, so I think people just don't think about what they say, and then it will come back to bite them. Yeah, it's, it's a f- obviously a new technology. You know, people generally speaking in previous generations who ended up having um, things said publicly generally were doing things like this sitting behind a microphone and they had appropriate training and skills and had been through the the proper processes to be able to deal with that but now of course everybody's got a voice online Megan have you ever looked back maybe at stuff that you've done or posted online as a result of this campaign and thought to yourself oh I wish I hadn't done that yeah definitely especially with um when TikTok was musically I definitely posted like a lot of cringy dance videos that like <laughs> you know um i actually deleted all of them but i know they're definitely somewhere there but are I you afraid that one of them might pop up at your 24th birthday or something yeah like i'd that. say it will knowing my parents anyway so they have them all saved somewhere in the yeah, background probably yeah well Aoife it's a, it's a great campaign have you learned stuff from being involved in it yourself um yeah i actually i learned a good bit about uh, generative ai and ai in general um i had no idea like how advanced it actually was mm. um and that like even me and megan made a kind of a quiz about uh spot the deep fake and half the time we couldn't even figure out which one was fake and, and what, uh, um, how did that quiz sort of come together what type of form did it take megan um we like did it on like google slides and we just had to like research um like different deep fakes and then like compare it um also on the slides like we we're just um informing people what a deep fake was mm. um do you think you would have got caught out of it by had you not known it was a deep fake yeah at times we had to like go back and look and we we're like which one was the deep fake again like it's mental how and that was similar. i mean i don't mean to sound disrespectful but i mean that was created by the two of you probably yeah. on your own laptops in the school environment yeah. or at home can you imagine what people who've got skills and training could do yeah it's just it's mental especially you see all these fake media like posts and like they're edited and it's just mental how easily it can be done like nowadays well if in terms of what you've learned as a, as a result of being involved in this campaign what would you say to anybody that's listening out there when it comes to protecting themselves online 
Um, having your accounts private is a big one because uh, like putting your information out on the internet is very dangerous because anybody could take a hold of it. Um, and obviously being careful of what you're posting and what you're saying because it can be taken a wrong way um, and it can be taken offensively sometimes. So just to be mindful. And Megan, what about you? What have you learned? Um, definitely. Don't share. Don't don't let your parents see your TikTok account in terms <laughs> yeah. of the dances that you've been doing. Yeah, definitely. Just be careful with what you what you say because like it's always there. And especially I've I've learned that actually at Webwise we learned that like um you know like jobs when they do background checks they can go back to mm. um even posts you've said or things you've said and that could be a big deciding factor for whether you get the job or not. Yeah. So like, just be careful what you say, basically. Well, as you said, Webwise um, promoting Safer Internet Day. It's been a, a pleasure to have you both in studio to find out what you've learned, to find out what you've experienced. Um, Aoife McGuinness, Megan Doherty, and accompanied by uh, Miss Cooley, um, here keeping everybody on track um, from the presentation secretary school in Kenny. Uh, thanks for popping into us thanks today. Thanks for having thanks us. For yeah, having you're us. more Thank than you. welcome. The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker. We've been talking about Webwise's Internet Safety Day and joining us now for our legal slot, Joe Farrell, solicitor. Joe, you're very welcome along to the KCLR Daily. Hey, Brian, how are you doing? Great to have you with us. I mean, we've seen a, a number of laws come into play over the last... I suppose 18 months really with the likes of Coco laws and laws of ground revenge porn and um, is it something that the legal profession have had to educate themselves on more as these new laws come into effect also? Yes yeah, certainly Brian um, I suppose I was in Blackhall in 2001 or two uh, you know this just wasn't on the curriculum laws change all the time I, I suppose they evolve and move with society when you have you know, such a change and such a move towards electronic, uh, the laws have to change and they have to adapt as well. You refer to it as Coco's Law, I suppose to give it its full title, Harassment, Harmful Communications and Related Offences Act 2020. You know, so it's very recent, very, very recent. And um, one thing, and I suppose, I know I come on as a legal slot, but you've, you've humans behind both sides of this. You know, people are accused, and you've humans behind people who are um, the victims of this. So it's a very complicated p piece of legislation, not necessarily in terms of the legal side of it, but you know, there's lives behind both sides of it. Um, and obviously we're, we're more concerned in terms of the victims and you know, what, um, you know, there, there's always a, 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 a very sad, sad story and a victim story behind it, you know? Yeah. And, um, I presume if a law has come into effect, it was needed. Um, had you sort of felt it coming, felt it there a need to be something in law, enshrined in law, to actually deal with some of these conditions, some of, the conditions, some of these um, things that were happening online? Well, I suppose, you know, we look at the laws that are implemented and we, we deal with them in those parameters. You know, we're not the lawmakers um, and people who would be canvassing the government in terms of what needs to be done but there was a lot of there was seen to be a dirt and a, and, a, and a missing piece within legislation that was there um so i suppose it did move with the times and that had to be done um you know it's it's 
you you refer to it as Coco's Law and had a very sad story behind it. Mm. Um, I think Nicola Fox was that lady's name and, and a very sad story behind it. And I suppose one of the positives in the civilized society that we live in is that our laws change and move to adapt changes and movements in terms of crimes that take place, you know. And do you think it's something that we need to be more uh, pro proactive at informing people about the details, particularly young people, um, as as to what's included within that new legislation? Mm. We have to. We have to move all the time with it. And I suppose, you know, you've heard me talk before about my guys at home. Um, and I think that is exactly where it needs to start. So out in Collection Primary School, where my guys are, um, we've had a very proactive engagement. When I say we, I'm simply a parent. I'm not on a parents committee and I'm not on a board of management, but they have um, only last year, uh, my wife would have attended at a, a seminar and a talk that was given by the, uh, by the school that got specialists in to speak to the parents and to speak to the parents about what happens um, if you find this in your own house. So I have a little fellow who turned 12 today and we're not quite at the phone stage as of yet. But the one big thing that we took in terms of when you're talking about should we be talking about this more, the big takeaway we took from that conversation we were at, myself and my wife, was your child is going to be exposed to all sorts of stuff online. You know, you can't, they're not going to be in a vacuum. You can't for a second think that it's not going to affect your child. And one of the things that we took home from it was your child has to be able to come and speak to you and say, I saw this online without the fear of losing their screen forever or without the fear of um, being reprimanded and in trouble over this. So I suppose your child needs to be able to come to you and say to you, um, I saw something online. You know, if we drive this under underground, you know, your child isn't going to come to you if they think they're going to be in trouble about something like this. So, yeah, discussion, but not just discussion. And I know I'm veering off the legal side and into the parenting side. But, um, yeah, you ha they have to know that they're able to come and speak to you. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a good point because, I mean, as parents, uh, we all try to raise our children so that they'll never be in breach of any of the laws of the state. And uh, this one, I think, is probably one that maybe we didn't have to deal with as younger people when we were growing up. So it is certainly a learning curve for adults and parents out there as well. Um, if you can, talk to us about some of the penalties involved for those convicted under this new law. They're quite onerous. They are. They are onerous. And I suppose last time I was on with you, we spoke about the penalties that exist in respect of um, control of animals. If you remember that last time we That's were speaking right, yeah. and we were saying what, what the penalties would be. But I was explaining to you that, you know, the penalties as set out within legislation have to cover the complete spectrum of what offending takes place. So you'd have to look at the person who offends, what age they are. You know what I mean? So this is certainly not a, a one-size-fits-all. Um, if I can just jump back on something before it goes out of my head, Brian, I'll talk to you sure. about those penalties in a second. But you're saying about us adapting and moving with the times that things didn't happen when, when we were young or that, thing, you know, that, that this is a changed landscape. Anytime I had kids coming into me from... Um, from transition year or guys in on work placement or whatever else. 20 years ago or 15 years ago, 
I was constantly speaking to them about drug use and the dangers of drug use and what have you. And in the last five years, my conversation with them, because you've only got a limited time space and time span and attention span for people that you're speaking to. But consent is the discussion that I have all the time nowadays with younger people um, in terms of what can harm them the most. You know, consent is such an absolutely huge thing that, that you need to speak to your children about, you know, and, and, and it really is. That's That to me is one of the, the, the biggest things that you could possibly talk to your kids about. You know? Yeah, and we've seen a number of high-profile cases um, proving that point that... Um, it certainly needs to be considered and discussed as well. But the sharing of, of content online um, as part of the Harassment and Harmful Communications and Related Offences Act, um, talk to us a little about some of the penalties. I'm not trying to shock young people out there, but just trying to make them aware of the fact that this is a crime punishable by law. 100%. You know, and, and if you're trying to shock, if you're trying to shock young people, you know, there is a potential custodial sentence. Um, so I suppose this, the, the, legisl the legislature in bringing in this legislation, they're not shying away from how serious this is and how it can affect lives and how it can affect, and not just the victim's life, you know, but this is a huge issue that a, a child could have down the line in terms of guard of vetting. You know, people forget about that, that they would say, oh, well, you know, there's only a potential for a criminal conviction. Criminal conviction can rule people out in later life of various types of job in terms of um you know humanities in terms of social care uh garda public service travel um holding of firearms you know what i mean it, it, people have to remember that you know there's a great expression i used to hear which was long shadows these things hang over you so if you're trying to get across to young people how serious this is it is hugely serious and all your plans when you're saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to travel there and I'm going to live in San Francisco for a year. You know, you have a criminal conviction and you have a criminal conviction of this nature. Um, you know, that'll have to be disclosed on a visa application. And, you know, forget about the, the jail and penalty side of it from that side. Criminal conviction can cause you a lot of headaches. You know? Yeah, so even when the penalty is paid, the, the uh, costs of uh, uh, such a crime continue. Um, Joe Farrell, Slister, thanks for joining us on our usual legal slot here on a Tuesday morning talking about uh, Coco's Laws, as commonly being called. Um, and for any parents that are listening, for any uh, guardians that are listening out there, webwise.ie are running that Internet Safer Day. Um, you can check out their website for lots of uh, different pieces of information that will be of help to you. Uh, Joe, thanks for joining us this morning. We'll talk to you again. The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online and on smart speaker.